Okay, this podcast is about cravings. It's something about that's been going through my mind for the past couple of weeks since I've been taking a break from exercising. I think you'll want to know this. In the 10 plus years I've been working out, I refuse to allow cravings for a food, a drink, or anything control me and my decisions. I got to tell you, in the seven weeks I stopped exercising and following a nutrition plan, the cravings returned, and now gradually. I'm talking hardcore, all at once. After four rounds of completing shift shop, I thought to myself, you know what? I need a break. I didn't change programs. I even started a new program. I just plain out stopped. But I kept, with, uh, I kept up with my nutrition, and I think that was a good thing. Why? Because now I know that if I completely went off the nutrition plan, I'd be living and facing those cravings 24-7. I probably would have gained back that 20 pounds that I lost. So one day I'm driving home from work and I pass this coffee place. It's about a month ago. I stop in to have this mocha coffee. And I'm like, why not? So I ordered one, drank it as I drove home. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what a mocha is, it's basically coffee or espresso with melted chocolate either at the bottom or on the top and milk. Now, don't get me wrong. It was good. But having one sparked a craving of chocolate and sweet that I never expected. And I thought, craving chocolate couldn't be bad. <sighs> Boy, that was wrong. Chocolate, whether it's solid or liquid, is addictive. It's addictive because it's sugar. Now, sugar, caffeine, drugs, it's all detrimental to your health. I mean, look at the statistics within society today. 2017, the obesity rate is at an all-time high in the U.S., so I'm looking this up today, Christmas Day, 2017. Now, according to the Center of Disease Control, you could look this up, cdc.gov. The obesity rate in the United States is a positive, as according, according to 2016, and it's going to blow your mind, 36% of all Americans obese. That means out of 100% of peop, 100 per people in a random group, 36, 36 of them are obese. That's almost half the group. Freaking crazy. Now, from my point of view, what do I think it's caused by? Oh, it's a long topic in itself. Go back to podcast number 33 on sugar. You're going to hear it all from there. That's reason number one. Reason number two, activity. Exercise, movement, getting off the couch. I mean, you've heard me discuss this one before. Number three, Nutrition. Oh, I really went into this one in a different podcast. You're really going to want to check that out. Number four, I didn't really discuss this one. Genetics. This is really complicated. It's difficult to go into. But I got to tell you, you can fight your genetics and what you're predisposed to or obtain through nutrition and exercise. But I come to the conclusion one thing. If what you're experiencing is a result in diet and nutrition, you can control that. Easily, 100%, no question about it. But if it's genetic, it's a little bit more complicated. Now, I'm not using it as a cop-out or reason to quit. Hell no. If you're facing that and fighting that, you got to conquer it and, and control it now. I mean, like right now. But the back to the topic at hand, how do you conquer your cravings? How do you control them? I mean, think about this for a second. How often in life do you crave something sweet? or that salty food to satisfy that sense of proportion or craving that you have inside you, that feeling of emptiness because you don't have whatever it may be. 
You think this is more psychological and emotional than anything else because your mind is causing that, not an external factor. Food that you're currently eating could be causing it. How do I know? In the 13 weeks I followed the, sh- the nutrition plan for Shift Shop, I had no cravings, and I followed that plan 100%. No desire for sugar, nothing unhealthy was wanted or warranted. I saw myself as an athlete, and in my machine was my, my, I looked at my body as a machine, and I didn't want to take anything that would not be utilized. When I stopped exercising and ate what I wanted, when I wanted, and I stopped drinking Chicology, the cravings returned. Sugar, sweet, salt, all of it. I knew it. I felt it. I saw it. Nine times out of ten, I wasn't going to give in to it. That's true. Because I knew damn well deep down inside me that if I allowed one piece of food to tempt me or control me, it's going to own me. Let that sink in for a second. Cravings can control you. The good cravings like eating well, exercising, and supplementing, yeah, I mean, that alone is a positive drug enough to actually make you want to keep doing what you're doing because you could physically feel the results and you feel good. That's why I'm encouraging everybody to get into this because there's no better feeling in life than clarity. I'll go into clarity in another podcast, but another bad cravings, sugar, sweet, overindulgence. Go to my podcast on sugar for this one. You got to listen to that one. The negative cravings can control you. Not in a million years did I think that one of those negative cravings or patterns would really get to me. My girlfriend called me out in one day and said, listen to yourself. Do you hear the negative comments that you're saying? And I stopped dead and I thought, this isn't clear. And I knew that and I didn't like it. So I made a point to myself, I'm going to eat cleaner all year long, no matter what, especially during the holidays, because... Having that mindset is only one thing. Taking action on it and doing it is a whole different story. So I use a Jim Rohn philosophy. Small steps of progress, repeated every single day. How simple is that? It's how I got in shape. It's how I improved my mindset. It's how I dropped 20% body fat and 20 pounds in less than 13 weeks. One day at a time, one step at a time. What did I do? I replaced sugar-based or salty cravings with a healthier option that was more beneficial to my body, my mind, and my results. That's it. And repeating that action daily over the course of 13 weeks eliminated that craving. Now flip that. 13 weeks of hard week, off hard work. Seven weeks of no workouts, no psychology, no nutritional discipline. Here's what happened. Cravings returned. I saw that, and I acknowledged that. And when that happened, I thought, How's that? Sugar? What? 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 I felt it. I saw it. Now, mind you, I was eating 35 meals a week, seven days, five meals daily, 35. And I thought, one cheat's not going to hurt you. Mathematically, you look at this one meal out of 35 meals is 2.5% of all your meals. So that's 90%, 97% clean. Now, hang on. Over time... That one cheat turned into two. And about six or seven weeks into it, my pants started getting tighter. And I'm like, wait, wait, what the? Not only that, I lost the clarity. No thoughts, no ideas, no podcast ideas. That's why I haven't posted anything in a while. I knew I had something to do with the sugar. And I really didn't like that. Truth, 
one thing I did not compromise on was my breakfast. Even though I took time off on exercising and nutrition, breakfast every single day had to be spot on. I would not compromise that. Vegetables, dairy, carbs, protein, and yes, coffee. Simple, easy to do. Sticking to a simplistic nutrition plan that works is what helped me get through the tough times. And what gets you through the tough times? The bad cravings. What do you do? Does it help? Listen, man, message me. After the past month, I've been through a lot. I've had a lot of ideas that could be able to help you get through those cravings because I found a way to do it. And it's been working for two weeks straight. And it'll blow your mind how simple this is.